Franchises, Authorities, and Certificates of Public Utilities, Article 12, Section 9. The Congress may establish an independent economic and planning agency headed by the President which shall, after consultations with appropriate public agencies, various private sectors, and local government units, recommend to Congress and implement continuing integrated and coordinated programs and policies for national development. Until the Congress provides otherwise, the National Economic and Development Authority or NEDA shall function as the independent planning agency of the government. Section 10. The Congress shall upon recommendation of the Economic and Planning Agency when the national interest dictates reserved to citizens of the Philippines or to corporations or associations at least 60% of whose capital is owned by such citizens or such higher percentage as Congress may prescribe certain areas of investments. The Congress shall enact measures that will encourage the formation and operation of enterprises whose capital is wholly owned by Filipinos. In the grant of rights, privileges, and concessions covering the national economy and patrimony, the state shall give preference to qualified Filipinos. The state shall regulate and exercise authority over foreign investments within its national jurisdiction and in accordance with its national goals and priorities. Differentiate Filipinization from Nationalization There is Filipinization when ownership is limited to Filipino citizens or Filipino corporations. And there is nationalization when ownership is reserved to the state. Operation of Public Utility, Section 11. No franchise, certificate, or any other form of authorization for the operation of public utility shall be granted except to citizens of the Philippines or to corporations or associations organized under the laws of the Philippines, at least 60% of whose capital is owned by such citizens, nor shall such franchise, certificate, or authorization be exclusive in character or for longer period than 50 years. Neither shall any such franchise or right be granted except under the conditions that it shall be subject to amendment, alteration, or repeal by the Congress when the common good so requires. The state shall encourage equity participation in public utilities by the general public. The participation of foreign investors in the governing body or body of any public utility enterprise shall be limited to their proportionate share in its capital and all the executive and managing officers of such corporation or association must be citizens of the Philippines. What is public utility? Public utility is a business or service engaged in regularly supplying the public with some commodity or service of public consequence. To constitute a public utility, the facility must be necessary for the maintenance of life and occupation of the residents. As the name indicates, public utility implies public use and service to the public. GG Summit Holdings versus CA. Discuss the rules on the operation of public utilities. The following are the rules on the operation of public utilities. Filipinos or Filipino corporations only. No franchise, certificate, or any other form of authorization for the cooperation of public utility shall be granted except to citizens of the Philippines or to corporations or associations organized under the laws of the Philippines, at least 60% of whose capital is owned by such citizens. For limited period, nor shall such franchise, certificate, or authorization be exclusive in character or for longer period than 50 years. It's a mere privilege. Neither shall any such franchise or right to be granted except under the condition that it shall be subject to amendment, alteration, or repeal by the Congress when the common good so requires. The states shall encourage equity participation in public utilities by the general public and limited foreign participation. The participation of foreign investors in the governing body of the any public utility enterprise shall be limited to their proportionate share in its capital 
and all the executive and managing officers of such corporation of association must be citizens of the Philippines. Can a public utility franchise be exclusive? No. The Constitution is quite emphatic that the operation of public utilities shall not be exclusive. Eastern Telecom and Telecom Technologies. Is ownership the same as the right to operate a public utility? No. The right to operate a public utility may exist independently and separately from the ownership of the facilities thereof. One or one can own said facilities without operating them as public utility, or conversely, one may operate a public utility without owning the facilities used to serve the public. Tatad versus Garcia. Acquisition, ownership, and transfer of public and private lands. Article 12, Section 3. Lands of the public domain are classified into agricultural, forest, or timber, mineral lands, and national parks. Agricultural lands of the public domain may be further classified by law according to the uses which they may be devoted. What are the classifications of the lands of public domain? Lands of the public domain can be classified as agricultural land, forest land, timber land, mineral land, and national park. Note, the land itself cannot have a mixed classification, Republic versus CA. Who classifies public lands? The classification of public lands is an exclusive prerogative of the Executive Department. This power is delegated by virtue of CA number 141. What is necessary for a reclassification of land? A positive act of the Executive is needed for a reclassification of land. This means that the classification of land does not automatically change when the nature of the land changes, Director of Lands versus Aquino. Limitations on Disposition, Article 12, Section 3 Alienable lands of the public domain shall be limited to agricultural lands. Private corporations or associations may not hold such alienable lands of the public domain except by lease for a period exceeding 25 years, renewable for not more than 25 years, and not to exceed 1,000 hectares in area. Citizens of the Philippines may lease not more than 500 hectares or acquire not more than 12 hectares thereof by purchase, homestead, or grant. Taking into account the requirements of conservation, ecology, and development and subject to the requirements of agrarian reform, the Congress shall determine by law the size of lands of the public domain which may be acquired, developed, held, or leased, and the conditions therefore. In Section 7, save in cases of hereditary succession, no private lands shall be transferred or conveyed except to individuals, corporations, or associations qualified to acquire or hold lands of the public domain. Section 8. Notwithstanding the provision of Section 7 of this article, a natural-born citizen of the Philippines who has lost his Philippine citizenship may be a transfer of private land subject to limitations provided by law. What are the limitations as to disposition of alienable lands of the public domain? The limitations to disposition of alienable lands of the public domain are the following. Alienable lands shall be limited to agricultural lands. Only Filipino citizens may acquire not more than 12 hectares of, by purchase, homestead, or grant, or lease not more than 500 hectares. Private corporations may lease not more than 1,000 hectares for 20, 25 years, renewable for another 25 years. Discuss the rules on the acquisition, ownership, and transfer of private lands. General rule, no private land shall be transferred or conveyed except to individuals, corporations, or associations Qualified to acquire or hold lands of the public domain. Exceptions. Foreigners who inherit through intestate succession. 
A natural-born citizen who has lost Philippine citizenship may be a transferee of private land subject to limitations provided by law. Ownership in condominium units is subject to the 60% Filipino, 40% alien ownership of the condominium corporation requirement under the Condominium, condominium Act, Section 5, Halls versus PR Builders Incorporated. Parity Right Agreement under the 1935 Constitution. Can a Filipino vendor recover a private land invalidly sold to an alien? No, the Filipino vendor cannot recover the land because he would be in pari delecto, reliusa versus gauchi hon. When can invalid transfer to an alien be cured? An invalid transfer to an alien can be cured when the alien subsequently becomes a citizen or transfers the property to a citizen, halili versus CA. May aliens lease land of the public domain? No, aliens may not lease land of the public domain because that would involve enjoyment of the natural resources of the public domain. May aliens lease private land? Yes, a lease to an alien for a reasonable period is valid. But if an alien is given not only a lease but also an option to buy a piece of land by virtue of which the Filipino owner cannot sell or otherwise dispose of his property, this to last for 50 years, then it becomes clear that the arrangement is a virtual transfer of ownership whereby the owner divests himself in stages not only of the right to enjoy the land but also of the right to dispose of it. This is a convention of the Constitution. Krivenko versus Register of Deeds. Discuss the Stewardship Doctrine Under the Stewardship Doctrine, private property is supposed to be held by the individual only as a trustee for the people in general who are its real owners. As a mere steward, the individual must exercise his rights to the property not for his own exclusive and selfish benefit but for the good of the entire community or nation. Mataas na lupa, Tenants Association versus Di Mayuga. Practice of Professions, Article 12, Section 12 The state shall promote the preferential use of Filipino labor, domestic materials, and locally produced goods and adopt measures that help make them competitive. In Section 13, the state shall pursue a trade policy that serves the general welfare and utilizes all forms and arrangement of exchange on the basis of equality and reciprocity. Section 14. The sustained development of a reservoir of national talents consisting of Filipino scientists, entrepreneurs, professionals, managers, high-level technical manpower and skilled workers and craftsmen in all fields shall be promoted by the state. The state shall encourage appropriate technology and regulate its transfer for the national benefit. The practice of all professions in the Philippines shall be limited to Filipino citizens, save in cases prescribed by law. Discuss the rules on the practice of professions in the Philippines. The practice of all professions in the Philippines shall be limited to Filipino citizens, save in cases prescribed by law. The license to practice medicine is a privilege or franchise granted by the government. What is the limitation on the power of the state to regulate the exercise of a profession? As a limitation on the power of the state to regulate the exercise of a profession, such power cannot be exercised by the state or its agents in an arbitrary, despotic, or oppressive manner. Board of Medicine versus Yasuyuki Uta Organization and Regulation of Private and Public Corporations Article 12, Section 16 
The Congress shall not accept by general law provide for the formation, organization, or regulation of private corporations. Government-owned or controlled corporations may be created or established by special charters in the interest of the common good and subject to the test of economic viability. Discuss the rules on the organization and regulation of private and public corporations. The Congress shall not or the Congress shall not, except by general law, provide for the formation, organization, or regulation of private corporations. Government-owned or controlled corporations may be created or established by special charters in the interest of the common good and subject to the test of economic viability. In National Development Corporation and New Agrix versus Philippine Veterans Bank, PD number 1717 was passed to rehabilitate the Agrix group of companies, a corporation neither owned nor controlled by the government. Pursuant to the rehabilitation, the Agris Group was dissolved and new Agris Incorporated was created through law, likewise neither owned or nor controlled by the government. Monopolies, Restraint of Trade and Unfair Competition, Article 12, Section 19 The state shall regulate or prohibit monopolies when the public interest so requires. No combinations in restraint of trade or unfair competition shall be allowed. Discuss the rules on monopolies, restraint of trade, and unfair competition. The state shall regulate or prohibit monopolies when the public interest so requires. No combinations in restraint of trade or unfair competition shall be allowed. Are monopolies prohibited? Monopolies are not per se prohibited by the Constitution. They may be permitted to exist to aid the government in carrying on an enterprise or to aid in the public performance of various services and functions in the interest of the public. However, because they are subject to abuses that can inflict severe prejudice to the public, they are subjected to a higher level of state regulation than an ordinary business undertaking. Agan versus Piatko Concept of Social Justice, Social Justice and Human Rights, Article 13, Section 1 The Congress shall give highest priority to the enactment of measures and protect and enhance the right of all the, the people to human dignity, reduce social economic and political inequalities, and remove cultural inequities by equitably diffusing wealth and political power for the common good. To this end, the state shall regulate the acquisition, ownership, use, and disposition of property in its increments. Section 2 the promotion of social justice shall include the commitment to create economic opportunities based on freedom of initiative and self-reliance. What are the two principal activities which the state is commanded to attend to in order to achieve the goals of social justice? The two principal activities which the state is commanded to attend to are the creation of more economic opportunities and more wealth and closer regulation of the acquisition, ownership, use, and disposition of property in order to achieve a more equitable distribution of wealth and power. Example, the effort of the government to alter the contractual relations between landlord and farm tenant and the increased effort to redistribute private lands through expropriation and resale. What is social justice as envisioned by the Constitution? Social justice under the Constitution involves the following. The equitable diffusion of wealth and political power for common good. Regulation of acquisition, ownership, use, and disposition of property in its increments. Creation of economic opportunities based on freedom of initiative and self-reliance. Discuss the concept of social justice. Social justice is neither communism, nor despotism, nor atomism, nor anarchy, but the humanization of laws and the equalization of social and economic forces by the state so that justice in its rational and objectively secular conception may at least be approximated. 
Social justice means the promotion of the welfare of all the people, the adoption by the government of measures calculated to ensure economic or ensure economic stability of all the competent elements of society through the maintenance of proper economic and social equilibrium in the interrelations of the members of the community constitutionally through the adoption of measures legally justifiable or extra-constitutionally through the exercise of powers underlying the existence of all governments on the time-honored principle of Salus Populi et Suprema Lex. Kalalang versus Williams. Economic, Social, and Cultural Rights Labor Article 8, Section 3 The state shall afford full protection to labor, local and overseas, organize and unorganized, and promote full employment and equality of employment opportunities for all. It shall guarantee the rights of all workers to self-organization, collective bargaining and negotiation, and peaceful, concerted activities, including the right to strike in accordance with law. They shall be entitled to security of tenure, human conditions of work, and, live, and a living wage. They all shall also participate in policy and decision-making processes affecting their rights and benefits as may be provided by law. The state shall promote the principle of shared responsibility between workers and employers and the preferential use of voluntary modes in settling disputes, including conciliation, and shall enforce their mutual compliance therewith to foster industrial peace. The state shall regulate the relations between workers and employers, recognizing the right of labor to its just share in the fruits of production and the right of enterprises to reasonable returns to investments and to expansion and growth. What is leases fair? Leases fair is an economic principle that demands the abstention by governments from interfering in the working, workings of the free market. Does the Philippines follow the economic principle of leases fair? No. Although the present constitution enshrines free enterprise as a policy, it nonetheless reserves to the government the power to intervene whenever necessary to promote the general welfare. Association of Philippine Coconut Desiccators versus Philippine Coconut Authority. Is the right to strike absolute? No. The second paragraph of Article 13, Section 3 specifically singles out the right to strike as subject to limitations by law. However, since the right to strike is now of constitutional stature, injunctions should be reduced to the barest minimum. Bisig na magawa versus inilarasi. How has social justice affected separation pay? As a measure of social justice, separation pay shall be allowed but only in those instances where the employee is validly dismissed for causes other than serious misconduct or those reflecting on his moral character. Example, no separation pay for dismissal on the grounds of habitual intoxication, theft, or illicit sexual relations, PLDT versus NLRC. Do workers have the right to participate in the decision-making process of employers? Yes, workers have the right to participate in the decision-making process of employers on matters affecting their rights and benefits as may be provided by law through collective bargaining agreements, grievance machineries, voluntary modes of settling disputes, conciliation proceedings mediated by the government. What are the factors considered in regulating the relations between workers and employers? The factors considered in regulating the relations between workers and employers are the right of labor to its just share in the fruits of production, the right of the enterprise to reasonable returns on investments and expansion and growth. Note, the command to promote social justice might make it necessary to tilt the balance in favor of underprivileged workers. Agrarian and Natural Resources Reform Article 13, Section 4. 
the state shall by law undertake an agrarian reform program founded on the right of farmers and regular farm workers who are landless to own directly or collectively the lands they detail or in the case of other farm workers to receive a just share of the fruits thereof. To this end, the state shall encourage the under uh, and undertake the just distribution of all agricultural land subject to such priorities and reasonable retention limits as the Congress may prescribe, taking into account ecological, developmental, or equity considerations, and subject to the payment of just compensation. The determining retention limits, the state shall respect the right of small landowners. The state shall further provide incentives for voluntary land sharing. Section 5. The state shall recognize the right of farmers, farm workers, and landowners, as well as cooperatives and other independent farmers' organizations to participate in the planning, organization, and management of the program and shall provide support to agriculture through appropriate technology and research and adequate financial production, marketing, and other support services. Section 6. The state shall apply the principles of agrarian reform or stewardship whenever applicable in accordance with law in the disposition or utilization of other natural resources, including lands of the public domain under lease or concession suitable to agriculture, subject to prior rights, homestead rights of small settlers and the rights of indigenous communities to their ancestral lands. The state may resettle landless farmers and farm workers in its own agricultural estates, which shall be distributed to them in the manner provided by law. Section 7. The state shall protect the rights of subsistence fishermen, especially of local communities, to the preferential use of the communal marine and fishing resources, both inland and offshore. It shall provide support to such fishermen through appropriate technology and research, adequate financial, production and marketing assistance, and other services. The state shall also protect, develop, and conserve such resources. The protection shall extend to offshore fishing grounds of subsistence fishermen against foreign intrusion. Fisher workers shall receive a just share from their labor in the, utilization, in the utilization of marine and fishing resources. Section 8. The state shall provide incentives to landowners to invest the proceeds of the agrarian reform program to promote industrialization, employment creation, and privatization of public sector enterprises. Financial instruments used as payment for their lands shall be honored as equity and enterprises of their choice. In what sense is expropriation under Article 13 revolutionary? The expropriation under Article 13 is revolutionary in that it affects all private agricultural lands whenever found and of whatever kind as long as they are in excess of the maximum retention limits allowed their owners. Association of Small Landowners versus Secretary of Agrarian Reform. What kinds of agricultural lands come under the scope of agrarian reform? All kinds of agricultural land are covered by agrarian reform. This is subject to such priorities and reasonable retention limits as the Congress may prescribe taking into account ecological, developmental, or equity considerations. Agrarian reform needs implementing legislation. Does agricultural land include land devoted to raising livestock, poultry, and swine? No. The records of the Constitutional Commission manifest the Commission's intent not to include land devoted to raising livestock, poultry, and swine in the praise, agricultural land, loose farms, and Secretary of Agrarian Reform. Does the rights of agrarian reform extend only to private agricultural land? No. It also extends to other natural resources, even including the use and enjoyment of communal marine and fishing resources and offshore fishing grounds under Article 13, Section 7. How is redistribution of agricultural land achieved? Redistribution of agricultural land is to be achieved either through voluntary sale or expropriation and resale. 
must just compensation be in cash? No. Just compensation not or need not be in cash. It may be in the form of financial instruments which government financial institutions and enterprises are bound to honor and accept at full value. Otherwise, our pursuit of this elusive goal will be like the quest for the Holy Grail, Santos versus Land Bank. Is the Comprehensive Agrarian Reform Law or CARL an exercise of police power or, or the power of eminent domain? The prescription of retention limits is an exercise of police power. The necessity to deprive owners of their land in excess of the maximum allowed is compensable, taking and therefore the exercise of eminent domain, Association of Small Landowners versus Secretary of Agrarian Reform. Urban Land Reform and Housing, Article 13, Section 9. The state shall, by law and for the common good, undertake, in cooperation with the private sector, a continuing program of urban land reform and housing which will make available at affordable cost, decent housing, and basic services to underprivileged and homeless citizens in urban centers and resettlement areas. It shall also promote adequate employment opportunities to such citizens. In the implementation of such program, the state shall respect the rights of small property owners. Section 10. Urban or rural poor dwellers shall not be evicted nor their dwelling demolished except in accordance with law and in a just and human manner. No resettlement of urban or rural dwellers shall be undertaken without adequate consultation with them and the communities whereby they are to be relocated. What is the import of the word reform? The word reform carries the meaning that there should be a writing of inequitable land distribution, not just proper urban land use or zoning. Thus, it includes the authorization to use expropriation for redistribution of urban land. Does the praise, in accordance with law, imply that rural poor dwellers can only be effected, effected through court orders? No. What the provision requires is that eviction be done in accordance with law, that is, due process. It can be through administrative or judicial process. However, eviction must be in a just and human manner. Explain the phrase, just and human manner. The eviction or demolition means that the person to be evicted be accorded due process. There should be sufficient notification before actual eviction or demolition and there be no loss of lives, physical injuries, or unnecessary loss or damage to property. People versus Judge Liatson. On Health, Article 8, Section 11. The state shall adopt an integrated and comprehensive approach to health development which shall endeavor to make essential goods, health, and other social services available to all, to all the people at affordable costs. There shall be priority for the needs of the underprivileged, sick, elderly, disabled women, and children. The state shall endeavor to provide free medical care to paupers. Section 12. The state shall establish and maintain an effective food and drug regulatory system and undertake appropriate health, manpower development, and research responsive to the country's health needs and problems. Section 13. The state shall establish a special agency for disabled persons for their rehabilitation, self-development, and self-reliance and their integration into the mainstream of society. On Women. Section 14. The state shall protect working women by providing safe and helpful working conditions, taking into account their maternal functions and such facilities and opportunities that will enhance their welfare and enable them to realize their full potential in the service of the nation. Role and Rights of People's Organizations Section 15 
The state shall respect the role of independent people's organizations to enable the people to pursue and protect within the domestic framework their legitimate and collective interests and aspirations through peaceful and lawful means. People's organizations are bona fide associations of citizens with demonstrated capacity to promote the public interest and with identifiable leadership, membership, and structure. Section 16. The right of the people and their organizations to effective and reasonable participation at all levels of social, political, and economic decision-making shall not be abridged. The state shall, by law, facilitate the establishment of adequate consultation mechanisms. Commission on Human Rights Com Composition, Article 13, Section 17 There is hereby created an independent office called the Commission on Human Rights. The Commission shall be composed of a chairman and four members who must be natural-born citizens of the Philippines and a majority of whom shall be members of the Bar. The term of office and other qualifications and disabilities of the members of the Commission shall be provided by law. Until this Commission is constituted, the existing Presidential Committee on Human Rights shall continue to exercise its present functions and powers. The approved annual appropriations of the Commission shall be automatically and regularly released. Is the Commission on Human Rights the same level as other constitutional commissions? No. Although the CSR is creating of the Constitution, its full operation decision will require congressional action. What are the composition and qualifications of the CHR? The CHR shall be composed of a chairman and four members. They must be natural citizens of the Philippines and a majority of whom shall be members of the bar. Powers Article 8, Section 18 The Commission on Human Rights shall have the following powers and functions. Investigate on its own or on complaint by any party. All forms of human rights violations involving civil and political rights adopt its operational guidelines and rules of procedure and cite for contempt for violations thereof in accordance with the rules of court. Provide appropriate legal measures for the protection of human rights of all persons within the Philippines as well as Filipinos residing abroad and provide for preventive measures and legal aid services to the underprivileged whose human rights have been violated or need protection. Exercise visitorial powers over jails, prisons, or detention facilities. Establish a continuing program of research, education, and information to enhance respect for the primary or the primacy of human rights. Recommend to the Congress effective measures to promote human rights and to provide for compensation to victims of violations of human rights and their or their families. Monitor the Philippine government's compliance with international treaty obligations on human rights. Grant immunity from prosecution to any person whose testimony or whose possession of documents or other evidence is necessary or convenient to determine the truth and in any investigation conducted by it or under its authority. Request the assistance of any department, bureau, office, or agency in the performance of its functions. Appoints its officers and employees in accordance with law and perform such other duties and functions as may be provided by law. Section 19. The Congress may provide for other cases of violations of human rights that should fall within the authority of the Commission, taking into account its recommendations. Discuss the powers vested on the CHR. The Commission's power is only investigative. It has no prosecutorial or prosecutorial power. For prosecution, it must rely on the Executive Department. Does the CSR have compulsive powers? No. The CSR does not have compulsive powers, thus it may not issue writs of injunction or restraining orders against supposed violators of human rights to compel them to cease and desist from continuing their acts complained of. 
Carino versus Commission of Human Rights. Does the CHR have contempt power? Yes, the CHR is constitutionally authorized to cite for contempt for violations of its operational guidelines and rules of procedure, and this power to cite for contempt is limited to violations of its rules and guidelines relating to its investigatory powers. Simon versus CHR. Discuss the nature and function of the CHR. The CHR is not a court of justice or a quasi-judicial agency. Its function is merely to receive evidence and make findings of fact regarding human rights violation involving civil and political rights. Carino versus Commission on Human Rights. Academic Freedom School-Student Relationship Article 14, Section 5 Academic freedom shall be enjoyed in all institutions of higher learning. What is the nature of the school-student relationship? The nature of school-student relationship are Contractual in nature Once admitted, a student's enrollment is not only semestral in duration but for the entire period he or she is expected to complete it. An institution of learning has an obligation to afford its students a fair opportunity to complete the course they seek to pursue. Such contract is imbued with public interest because of the high priority given by the Constitution to education and the grant to the state of supervisory and regulatory powers over an educational institution. Second, reciprocal. It has consequences appurtenant to and inherent in all contracts of such kind. It gives rise to bilateral or reciprocal rights and obligations. The school undertakes to provide students with education sufficient to enable them to pursue higher education or a profession. On the other hand, the students agree to abide by the academic requirements of the school and to observe its rules and regulations. Kudia versus PMA Aspects of Academic Freedom What are the aspects of academic freedom? There are three views with regard to academic freedom. First, from the standpoint of the educational institution, which seeks to provide that atmosphere which is most conducive and speculation, experimentation, and creation. It espouses freedom to determine for itself on academic grounds. Whom it teaches, what to teach, how shall it be taught, and who may be admitted to study. Miriam College Foundation. Second, from the standpoint of the faculty, Freedom in research and in the publication of the results subject to the adequate performance of his other academic duties. Freedom in the classroom in discussing his subject, less controversial matters which bear no relation to the subject. Freedom from institutional censorship or discipline limited by his special position in the community. Lazo, Philippine Governance and the 1987 Constitution. And third, from the standpoint of the student, which seeks right to enjoy in school the guarantee of the Bill of Rights. Non versus Danis II. Scope and Limitations What is the scope of academic freedom? An educational institution has the power to adopt and enforce such rules as may be deemed expedient for its government, this being incident to the very object of incorporation and indispensable to the successful management of the college. It can decide for itself its aims and objectives and how best to attend them, free from outside coercion or interference except when there is an overriding public welfare which would call for some restraint. Kodiya versus PMA what is the limitation, the exercise of academic freedom? Academic freedom has never been meant to be an unabridged license. It is a privilege that assumes a correlative duty to exercise it responsibly. 
An equally telling precept is a long recognized mandate so well expressed in Article 19 of the Civil Code that every person must, in the exercise of his rights and in the performance of his duties, act with justice, give everyone his due, and observe honesty and good faith. Kudia versus PME. In Lupanko versus CA, the Professional Regulatory Commission or PRC restricted reviewers from attending review classes, briefing conference, or the like, as well as from receiving any handout or review material. The Supreme Court found the prohibitions and restrictions of the PRC as unreasonable and arbitrary. Who may teach? Does a teacher automatically become permanent after the lapse of the professionality period? No. The status of permanent may be conditional on whether the service of the teacher during the provisional period was satisfactory. In Cagayan or Cagaan Capital College in Laureana Rosales versus NLRC, the teacher contended that upon the termination of a three-year probationary period, the teacher automatically becomes permanent. The Supreme Court disagreed on the automatic permanency. It is the prerogative of a school to provide standards for its teachers and to determine whether or not these standards have been met is in accordance with academic freedom and constitutional autonomy, which give educational institutions the right to choose who should teach. What to teach and how it shall be taught? Right to discipline. What is the sort or the source of the school's right to discipline its students? The right to discipline student finds business in the following freedoms. How it shall be taught. A school certainly cannot function in an atmosphere of anarchy. Thus, there can be no doubt that the establishment of an educational institution requires rules and regulations necessary for the maintenance of an orderly educational program and the creation of an educational environment conducive to learning. Such rules and regulations are equally necessary for the protection of the student's faculty and property. What to teach? The school has an interest in teaching and student discipline, a necessary, if not indispensable, value in any field of learning. By instilling discipline, the school teaches discipline. Incidentally, the school not only has the right but the duty to develop discipline in its students. The Constitution no less imposes such duty. Kudia versus PMA. Can a school remove or expel a student? Yes. Nowhere in the above formulation is the right to discipline more evident than in who may be admitted to study. If a school has the freedom to determine whom to admit, logic dictates that it also has the right to determine whom to exclude or expel as well as upon whom to impose lesser sanctions such as suspension and the withholding of graduation privileges. Kudia versus PMA. In Miriam College Foundation versus CA, the school suspend dismissed students who published a short story and poems in the school newspaper which were considered obscene and sexually explicit. The Supreme Court ruled that the school has the right and duty to discipline students. The freedom to admit includes the freedom to exclude. Free speech of students is not absolute speech may be disciplined if it is materially disrupts classwork or involves substantial disorder or invasion of rights. Does the power to discipline end after the graduation of the student? No. The power of the school to impose disciplinary measures extends even after graduation for any act done by the student prior thereto. In University of the Philippines Board of Regents versus CA, the university withdrew the doctorate degree already conferred on a student who was found to have a committed intellectual dishonesty in her dissertation. The Supreme Court upheld the university's withdrawal of a doctorate degree if, if such institution or higher learning can decide who and or who can and who cannot study in it 
It certainly can also determine on whom it can confer the honor and distinction of being its graduates, where it is shown that conferment of an honor or distinction was obtained through fraud. A university has the right to revoke or withdraw the honor or distinction it has thus conferred. This freedom of a university does not determinate upon the graduation of a student. Academic due process. What are the requirements of procedural due process in school disciplinary proceedings? For school disciplinary proceedings, due process requires that the students must be informed in writing of the nature and cause of any accusation against them, that they shall have the right to answer the charges against them with the assistance of counsel if desired. They shall be informed of the evidence against them. They shall have the right to adduce evidence in their own behalf, and the evidence must be duly considered by the investigating committee or official designated by the school authorities to hear and decide the case. Ateneo de Manila University versus Capulong. In cross-examination, a right in school administrative proceedings? No. Cross-examination is not a right in a school administrative proceeding because it is not an adversarial proceeding.